Welcome to the Human Theatre, a safe space teemed with an abundance of exploration about what it means to be a human in this world. Optimal health is your birthright and should not be a luxury. Knowing how your body works and understanding everything that relates to your human experience comes with the package. My name is Kelsey Buchholter, and I am here to dive deep into all things mental and physical health, longevity, nutrition, human consciousness, creativity, and more. Join me in normalizing the concept of what it means to be a human and the importance of being you. Enjoy the show. Hello humans, my name is Kelsey. I am a singer-songwriter, actor, dancer, nutrition advisor, health coach, and your host. And welcome to the 56th show housed in the Human Theatre. So I am often asked about my skincare routine, and to be totally honest with you, I don't really have one. (laughs) Using a whole lot of cosmetics has never really been my thing and never really resonated with me, and I've always just relied on my diet, as I do believe that we heal from within. So whenever I've been complimented about my skin, I always just say that it's all the healthy fats and protein that I eat. But recently... Anti-aging has become more and more of a priority for me as I'm getting older and also learning more and more and more about the human body and I want to age as gracefully as possible. Yes, I am a vain woman. So the long story short, I use moisturizer in the morning and evening, which is a big first step and not just any moisturizer. I use beef tallow, specifically a product called Zero BS. I don't just use any moisturizer because if you had to take a moment to read the ingredient list of any random moisturizer on the shelves in a store, it's actually freaking scary. Guys, our skin is our largest organ, and of course whatever you put on it affects your health. I am just as conscious about what I put on my skin as I am about what I ingest. And I am so excited to bring onto the show Warren Walensky, who is doing important work in providing us with clean, dermatologically approved and environmentally sustainable skincare products that we can use without any worry about absorbing any of those endocrine disrupting chemicals and microplastics. With a background in film, television, and performing arts, Warren Walensky has produced some groundbreaking theatre and television in recent years. Partnering with Generations producer Mufundi Wundler, he produced Winnie the Opera, based on his original story and libretto. He went on to produce an international awards show on behalf of Bloomberg Philanthropies, headed by Michael Bloomberg, 2019 US Democratic presidential candidate. He has produced Indoni Cultural South Africa, a live event that focuses on youth regeneration and a direct response to social ills faced by young people in South Africa, and that airs on SABC One. In 2019, he partnered with Zolani Mahola, former lead singer of Freshly Ground, to produce her autobiographical stage debut, The One Who Sings. COVID put an end to their international tour, but focused his attention on his young startup, Zero BS. Always a keen chef, Warren's creativity took a new turn when he turned his attention to solving his daughter's skin problems. 
partnering up with lifelong friend Yael to create Zero BS that is now available online as well as in pharmacies, wellness warehouse, health shops across the country, and now exporting to the UK. Today, Warren and I go deep into the backstory behind Zero BS, why they use beef tallow as the base for their products, the therapeutic and healing benefits of tallow, some incredible and dare I say miraculous anecdotes of using beef tallow on the skin, and so much more. If you want to look after your skin in a way that is also actually healthy for you, i.e. no endocrine disrupting chemicals and just a species appropriate way to us as humans, and environmentally sustainable, you're going to want to listen to this episode. And stay tuned because I'll be sharing a special discount for Zero BS products soon after the release of this episode. Before I get on to today's show, I'd like to remind you of your special 10% discount on any Oxford HealthSpan product. Oxford HealthSpan are doing important work in bringing to the market high-quality, effective, bioavailable and science-backed botanical compounds that harness the body's innate ability to repair, renew and promote vigorous longevity and increased health span. I interviewed the founder, Leslie Kenny, on episode 6. I highly recommend you give it a listen if you haven't yet done so. So, when you enter Kelsey, K-E-L-S-E-Y, all in capitals, as the discount code at checkout, you will receive a 10% discount. Another exciting announcement is that I have teamed up with Nutrition Network, and I have a special affiliate link to share with you. Nutrition Network is an online accredited education, connection, and learning platform founded by the Noakes Foundation, in partnership with an esteemed team of doctors and scientists. The platform has been designed exclusively for healthcare practitioners across all disciplines, covering the latest and most up-to-date science and research in the field of low-carb nutrition. As a Nutrition Network nutritional advisor and ambassador, you can enroll in any of their incredible courses using the link I have provided for you in the show notes. If you are a medical professional or someone just interested and you want to enhance your practice and life, actively be on the pulse with all the latest research, be involved in an international community and be lectured by the world's leading doctors, coaches and researchers in the field of nutrition, look no further. A link will be in the show notes. I also want to disclose that the content shared on this show is for educational and informational purposes only. It should not be taken as medical advice. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed medical practitioner. And without further ado, here's my chat with Warren Walensky. Warren Walensky, welcome to the Human Theatre Podcast. Thank you, Kelsey. Great to be here. Where in the world are you speaking to us from? I am sitting in my home office uh, in Greenpoint in Cape Town. Um, my home, which has now been turned into a factory over the last uh, couple of years. Um, but it's nice. The office is up in the top floor. It's a three-story uh, duplex and uh, got a nice view of uh, Signal Hill. Uh, in front of me with the clouds are rolling in. We've got a bit of a misty day happening in Cape Town today. Foggy. Yeah, (laughs) indeed we do. Um, And yeah, thank you so much for coming on the show. You have an amazing product, which we are going to get into, one of my favorite products. Um, But before before we get into that, I would love to hear your backstory and what got you to where you are today. Yeah, so um, 
in terms of my backstory, it's uh, it's been the most unexpected uh, journey uh, getting to this place. Um, I came out of uh, a creative world of theatre, film, and TV production. Um, call myself a creative producer, so um, very um, hands-on from writing, conceptualizing, and then producing product from uh, um, productions, I should say, from operas. We, I did the Winnie Mandela opera that brought me back to South Africa, actually, after 10 years in Canada. And um, and that was a, that took about three, four years to launch at the State Theatre. And then um, I wasn't planning to come back to South Africa, but uh, I don't know, after three years, I couldn't remember why I was planning to go back to Canada as much as I love Toronto and I have some lovely friends and beautiful people there. But yeah, South Africa just grabbed me again. Um, and I'd spent uh, you know, seven years actually well, prior to that. So after high school, I moved to the States to study film there. Um, so it was seven years in, in Los Angeles and then... Uh, uh, coming back to South Africa for two and then off to Canada for two, for 10. So I'd been out of the country for about 17 years. Um, but coming back, you know, it just opened me up to uh, the, the majesty of this magnificent country, the culture. And that's been the focus of most of my work. Um, I've worked on a television show called Indoni, um, which is a project that's an NGO, actually run by um, an incredible woman, um, Dr. Notrepo um, Ntembu. And um, that deals with uh, cultural regeneration with youth. So dealing with all the, the 12, uh, 12 main kingdoms of the country. Um, and it's a pageant. So the kingdoms come together for cultural camps, learning about their tradition, heritage, and culture, the, the youth um, camps that they, they run. And then they nominate uh, cultural ambassadors from their country, from their kingdom, uh, which we then put on a, a big spectacular pageant, which is filmed for SABC. So I did that for five years um, after the opera. Um, and still, even today, I'm still dabbling in uh, once a year I go off to KZN and work on that project. Um, so very much, yeah, coming out of the creative world and never in a million years did I think I'd be doing anything vaguely uh, close to uh, where the last uh, five years have, have led us. Um, but as I say, uh, necessity is the single father of invention. Um, but yeah, in 2014, I uh, decided, well, I'd been deciding for a long time, but finally took the plunge and adopted my, my baby daughter, a four-month-old, um, Hannah Rose. And um, yeah, that kind of instigated or precipitated this whole journey because Hannah came in with a psoriasis condition. It wasn't a major condition, but every summer it was, it was seasonal psoriasis. And every summer we went down this hamster wheel of cortisone creams, aqueous creams, everything uh, throwing at it. Um, she would just flare up around her tummy and groin area. Um, and we didn't know, was it the pool? Was it the sea? Was it the heat? Um, we just couldn't get to the, the bottom of it. And then a dear friend, um, my oldest friend, in fact, my, my current business partner, Elle's sister, we all grew up together in the same neighborhood in Weinberg. Um, she came out from the States uh, with her little kid. She's also a single mom. 
and she was using this product called uh, Taloderm on her face as a moisturizer. And it was really uh, just out of absolute desperation one night. I tried it on Hannah's tummy uh, to stop her scratching and itching. And it was the next morning, the, her condition had gone from, whatever, 100% down to 5%. There were a few little spots here and there. And I was like, what on earth is this? I've been trying so many different things. Um, how did this, you know, take this inflammation away overnight? And so uh, basically tallow, tallow derm, tallow is, uh, is the fat from a free range grass-fed cow. And um, I got into my kitchen. I wasn't going to import it from the States. And being a, an avid chef, which I love, it's my passion, uh, a cook, I should say, not a chef, uh, although I have done some chefing. Um, I just got into my kitchen and started making it for Hannah um, and uh, giving it out to a few family and friends. And Yale had tried it and she fell in love with the product. And uh, we decided we needed to start a business. So I don't know, that's a bit of a long-winded roundabout way, but that's how the backstory kind of unfolded. I love it. And I'm so grateful for that journey because now I have a product that I absolutely love and had been searching for in South Africa for so long. So thank you very much. And I also come from a professional background of theater and the performing arts. I studied musical theater and also, I mean, I did not expect to be where I am today either. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. But I yeah, I absolutely love your whole backstory. And I'd love to dig a little deeper into just the skin and specifically, you know, skin issues like psoriasis and yeah, just shine a light on, you know, just natural remedies that can help heal something. I mean, we, I'm sure you'd also probably gone to many doctors or, you know, dermatologists or just tried, you know, prescription medication even to try help Hannah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, as I say, we were on this kind of hamster wheel and it was going on for three, four years um, before we stumbled upon Tallow. Um, and yeah, you're always looking for a natural solution, but normally natural solutions don't have the answer. You don't, you know, a lot of people make a lot of claims. Um, but uh, this was just like the proof was in the pudding. I just saw it overnight. So there wasn't any doubt in my mind that it was something that worked. Mm, mm. Um, but no, I want yeah. to preface that by saying, you know, my background, as I say, is like creative production, uh, theater and film. I had no inkling or any information around dermatology or the sciences. Um, um, or anything like that. So it was. It was came out of. It came out of a place of, of cooking, really. I mean, that's the only way I can describe it. Because the product that um, I first experienced, uh, you know, I found it a bit grainy and a bit smelly. And so that was my my main objective was how do I make this um, feel and smell nice, uh, as well as work. And of course, without bastardizing the product, because it was. I mean the. The research and development certainly took, you know, many years um, of trial and error, and um, you know, adding. Um, I mean, the, the the exciting thing about the product is the active ingredient, which is the tallow, and that is almost 80% of um, our product. Um, I know there are a lot of other products, uh, tallow products on the market, but I can right away tell. Um, I tried a product out of the UK the other day, and I could tell just how much olive oil was in there. 
because of the way the product felt and how it kind of dissipated so quickly. Um, and I understand why they would increase either olive or ava or any other oils because tallow is not an easy product to work with. Um, it's not the most stable, especially during cold, um, actually during seasonal change. Um, it likes to reconstitute and gets a bit grainy. So that's been a, a job and a half trying to work through that. Um, but as I was saying, so it, it really, it was so much of a intuitive process. Um, I mean, the way I cook is quite intuitive. I don't follow recipes. I sometimes look at a recipe and then put it down and then just get to play, you know, with the ingredients. And that's been this process. Um, you know, we just started off with the one product. But right away when we had this, it was a face butter. Um, uh, a friend um, and uh, physiotherapist, Michelle Boyskin, used it on a patient. I mean, we'd never in a million years have suggested such a thing. She used it on a patient who was suffering from a horrible case of um, radiation burn um, on her leg, which was just awful. I and mean, it looked like she's had like third degree burns. And Michelle took before and after pictures and it was literally within a week. So it went from this horrible red inflamed cracked burnt skin. The next day, the picture was like a day later, you could just see a marked improvement. And within a week, her skin was, I mean, almost back to normal. And we've since found out that um, she uses now our body butter because the radiation is obviously still in the body for a long time. Um, and the, the, the skin's, because it's obviously killed off the serum ducts, the sebaceous ducts, it's, uh, it's needing that natural mammal fat to, to bring it back to optimum health. And yeah. she uses that every day now to, to stop it from cracking and drying out. Yeah, yeah, that's unbelievable. So I think, you know, also with regards to natural products, et cetera, it can sound a little woo-woo to a lot of people yeah. and especially yeah. something like tallow. But I think I'd love to get into the science because, I mean, if you think of our of skin, like it is literally our body's largest organ. Yeah. So just through that lens, it makes sense why whatever we're putting <laughs> on our skin, you know, is not an insignificant um, contributing factor to whatever state of health that we find ourselves in. And yeah. yeah, the science of tallow, I know you've got a lot of great information on your website and maybe explain, you know, why something like psoriasis or burns, et cetera, dry skin, why something like tallow could help us. Yeah, um, it's really a simple uh, explanation. Your body produces a saturated mammal fat. It's called sebum. Um, it's, as we age, it actually drops off, which is uh, when you see older people's skin, it's really dried and cracked. Um, and the other thing is that we're washing it off every time we bathe. So that's putting us in a disadvantage. I think the, the first prize would be don't wash with soap, um, if, if one's willing to go down that route. Um, I'm not, but uh, I would say if you, you know, if you really want to do support your skin, don't wash with soap because you're stripping the skin of that natural oil. Um, however, for those of us who want to feel clean um, and you do want to um, get into a clean bed at night, then the solution is to then replace that natural mammal fat. Um, and uh, tallow is a 55% saturated fat. It's got uh, the cholesterol that your body needs in it. It's got um, long chain, short chain, medium chain fatty acids, a whole profile of fatty acids. They are the vitamins that the cow is getting from the grass, vitamins A, K, E, and D. They sit in, those are fat soluble, so they sit in the fat of the animal. 
Um, and when you apply that to the skin, you are then feeding that onto the skin surface. Um, and the new science around the microbiome of the skin, which is just fascinating. Um, it's not something people like to look at too closely, but um, I'm sure you're aware our body is basically covered in, if you're in a healthy state, I should say, is covered in billions of um, bacterium, uh, virus, uh, mites, all living in harmony, hopefully, on, that, on your skin. So um, you want to support that, that microbiome. I think it's very much, I heard a podcast of you talking about um, the gut flora and how important that is, uh, obviously, for immunity and, and digestion. But this is very much the same thing. You've got this flora, this uh, you know, huge biomass living on the surface of the skin, and that supports the skin. It keeps it hydrated. It's a barrier. Um, there's a whole lot of stuff that's going on there. That's and, and what happens is when you disrupt that, you are opening yourself up to the bad virus or bad bacteria or bad mites, which can colonize an area. And I think that happens a lot of the time. So just by using a soap or even worse, an antiseptic or uh, um, an antibiotic, much like the antibiotic in that you take um, as a medicine uh, would disrupt the flora in the gut. The same thing would be happening on the skin. And I think if we kind of go back into evolution, I know I've got my own little theories. I don't want to uh, push them too much. But if you, you think about it, we, we've kind of you know come out of this pond, um, this primordial pond uh, or ocean, and we've brought all that with us. People seem to think that we are so separated um, from the animal kingdom. But um, we've brought all that bacteria and microbiome from inside and outside with us and we need to support it um, and so many products I mean if I just give you an example of Aquas cream for example which is the predominant product on the market it's, you know and unbelievably it's recommended by so many dermatologists still today so Aquas cream or Aqua cream you'll see it as the main ingredient in about 90% of all the products on the shelf and that main ingredient in Aquas cream is aqua which is water I don't know why they uh, we'll kind of want to throw us off the scent or something to think it's something else, but it's water. And that usually makes up uh, between 80 or 90 percent of the product. You're buying a product which is basically water based. And then it's got a few seed oils generally or worse, petroleum gel um, that's then emulsified. So you've got to mix water and oil. You've got to throw in an emulsifier. And then because water is a perfect environment for bacteria to grow you need to then put a preservative to stop your water from or your product from becoming um, full of bacteria so they throw in preservatives like a bht or paraben of course they're all petroleum based um, to keep that shelf life of the aqueous cream stable on the shelf for a few years <coughs> so um with our product or with any oil-based product, and that can even include a Vaseline, you don't need a preservative. Um, of course, uh, Vaseline is a petroleum gel, and maybe I shouldn't be using the name of the actual company, but um, that petroleum gel, which is again in the majority of products sold around the world, um, that also works as an occlusive layer, as a, a barrier for the skin, and it doesn't need a preservative generally because there's no water in it. However, it's sitting like a 
piece of plastic over the skin. So yes, it does lock in moisture, but uh, certainly not naturally. It's sitting as a non-biodegradable plastic film. So with the tallow, you are feeding it its natural profile, um, the skin's natural animal fat profile, the mammal fat, um, which we are mammals. Um, it's filled with uh, all those nutrients. It's a grass-fed free-range cow, so we keep it as pure as possible. Um, it's coming from a single-source farm at the moment, uh, out of KZN. Um, obviously, hormone, as I mentioned, and uh, antibiotic-free as much as possible. And uh, yeah, so that's just it's just supporting the skin's biome. It's bringing the skin to optimum health. And then the philosophy or our philosophy is that you just basically bringing your skin to uh, an optimum health that will then take care of its own problems. You know, we've been under design for millions of years. And uh, I think we just need to support our bodies as opposed to trying to fix them. Um, I mean, of course, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm very much a man of science and I think medicine is incredible. And um, if doctors are telling you certain things uh, for particular conditions, I wouldn't go against that. Um, however, I think the first port of call I would do is, is try with a natural, um, clean product, you know. Yeah, 100%. And I think your product out of most products that I've seen is probably one of the cleanest products um, on the market and especially in South Africa. And again, so grateful that it exists. And yeah, I think we're very much similar in that we view health through an ancestral lens because we still are, you know, we share the same physiologies as our predecessors. And also, I think we both can agree that the body has an innate ability to heal itself when put in the right environment to do so. And one of the biggest things that we can do is look at what we're putting on our skin, especially if we are displaying symptoms of, you know, skin issues. And I think, yeah, I just, you know, the same concept applies how I view food as well. And that food is information for our bodies. So if we're giving, feeding our bodies food that our bodies naturally have evolved to understand like animal proteins and you know whole food natural fruit vegetables that you know would have been found in nature our bodies understand that information as opposed to like ultra like processed franken foods that our body doesn't necessarily understand what to do with that information and in that regard it causes a cascade of inflammatory responses and that can manifest in an array of you know disease in the body and the same sort of concept applies here with the skin and what products we're using. 100%. And it's funny because I um, I did go through, um, I was a lot more, and I wish I could get back on the wagon, but I was a lot more um, vehement around uh, the keto uh, world. And that really did change my life. Um, it just, besides the weight loss, uh, to me, it was really the mental impact that it had on me. I felt like I'd been under a cloud my entire life. And whenever I get into that keto state, I just, like this cloud lifts. Um, I get clarity of thought. Um, so it's not an easy thing to do, especially with a nine-year-old kid in the home, but I shouldn't make excuses. Um, however, I mean, to me, it, it was all part of the same, part of that journey. Uh, it was just, it was supporting what I was doing as well. Because I was, you know, seeing what healthy animal fat was doing to my body and head and then just realized gosh this is like this is part of the same story 
if we can just extend that to the skin. Exactly, exactly, 100%. And I mean, yeah, being in a ketogenic state also was a life, <laughs> a godsend for me and oh. my mental health. Yeah, um, literally cannot. Yeah, I cannot. I think it's probably one of the biggest reasons why I started this podcast, because, yeah, I had a lifelong struggle with severe anorexia and bulimia and anxiety. And mm. yeah, going actually, it was a carnival diet that really saved my life. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm just also grateful for work that like Chris Palmer's doing, um, just with regards to ketogenesis and mental health. And it makes sense because just neuroinflammation and yeah, being in a ketogenic state is anti-inflammatory in and of itself. Hundred percent. And I mean, I feel at the moment I fall off the wagon. It just you just start to trip yourself up, uh, and like a week down the way, you know, you you just you you can feel it mentally. I mean, as I say, it's the worst part. Um, I struggle to put sentences together. I mean, uh, it's just, it's unbelievable, actually. And uh, yeah, but I don't want to describe or I don't like to tell people how to to live or to eat and that. I mean, yeah, so- yeah, no, for sure. I'm also not, I'm not a dogmatic person at all. I, th- I think everyone can agree that just getting rid of ultra processed refined foods is probably the best first step. Um, something that I also noticed in and of itself um because I've never really cared about my skin and um, I suppose it's just not really, my skin has never been a big part of my journey. But um, I must say when I incorporated more whole food fats, like a lot of, I suppose, all the animal fats, egg yolks, beef fat, Mm. lamb fat, suet, all the things. And I also, I love coconut oil. I naturally, like my skin just began to look so good. Um, and it also just shows like you can also heal, you know, from within. But of course, you know, just finding a, a an actual skin product. I mean, like I don't have I don't really know much about skincare routines or anything. I think some people could laugh at me. Literally, all I use is some beef tallow. <laughs> yeah. And I don't even. Yeah, that's I don't know anything about cleansing or this or that. So I'm not really. Yeah, I'm ignorant in that regard, but I just haven't found it necessary otherwise because, you know, my diet does a lot for me in that regard. And then I just put on the the beef teller and I'm good to go. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's funny because when we started, uh, as I said, we just had the one product. Um, and then I decided on a baby bum balm, um, which was a, a barrier cream with a zinc oxide. And uh, I sent that off to a few people and people were starting to use that as a um for cuts and burns and things and i started getting feedback on that and just realized that actually this was more than just a baby bum bomb it was a, a healing bomb and that has become just our we call it our miracle in a tin because it, it, it's unbelievable that combination with the tallow and then the zinc um and then our essential oils um have it's just it's it works on so many different conditions literally um, literally yeah, so, We've now, uh, we're actually selling that and they've been using that for about a year now at the at Cape Advanced Wound Care Clinic at Christian Barnard Hospital. Actually, they've just moved next door to the link area. But um, Sister Penny, uh, and that was also a funny story. We were selling the product at Sunset Pharmacy. It was on our earliest um, brick and mortar uh, company, uh, places, the pharmacies that were selling our product. And a lady there had a husband who, she was one of the salespeople. Her husband had a, um, horrible cancer, skin cancer, and um, he had these terrible wounds on his scalp, 
that he was going into the advanced wound care clinic to treat uh, you know, twice a month, I think it was. Uh, for about three years, he'd been going into the clinic. And eventually she just decided on her own to use our healing balm um, to try and help this wound or these wounds. I think there were a few of them. And, you know, he'd become a recluse. He was no longer going out and, you know, always wearing a cap. And anyway, it was, again, it's like it's, the speed of it is what's so incredible. Mm -hmm. um, it was within a few days or so, he'd gone back to the advanced wound care clinic and shown them the results. And they called us in, myself and Yael, um, and we thought, okay, we were going to do a pitch and talk to them about the product. Uh, we're sitting in the waiting room, and the next thing, uh, Sister Penny calls me into a consultation, and there's a lady sitting um, naked, actually. She had nothing, just a couple of uh, tissues covering her breast. Elderly woman uh, with these horrible um, welts and uh, what were they called? Um, ulcers on the skin. And nothing she could use, anything she put on her skin was burning her uh, in horrible pain. So she couldn't use anything. Um, and she, they asked, I called her, I'm like, I'm just the cook. I don't know what I'm doing here. Doing. And she asked me, like, what my advice is to for this particular patient. And, um, of course, I recommended the peeling balm for the worst parts of the, the horrible ulcers. And then the body butter just doesn't overall... Um, conditioning for the skin and uh, again within a week's time they called me to say it's been a huge huge relief for for this patient mm, unbelievable the only product that they're actually selling there i think there was one cbd oil they were selling um but besides that our products are the only products that they're selling mm. advanced wound care. and that yeah. was before we were dermatologically tested and yeah approved so they couldn't really talk about it much so now we've got to kind of go back we just got all that certification we've got to go back and and shout and uh, from the rafters that we now dermatologically 100 percent 100 percent yeah and it makes sense because it's it's like bioavailable nutrients for the body and the skin because yeah. as you said in the beginning it like basically mimics our own skin production of sebum and just all the things it's like almost like a bioidentical moisturizer for our skin and it makes sense how it's just helps so yeah. drastically and so quickly i know um I have a, a friend, my best friend lives in Finland and, you know, she's also very health conscious and, you know, up until she came for the first time to South Africa, I think most of her skin care products, I know one skin care product that she used was just sheer butter because it was, you know, yeah. the cleanest product that she could find there. And then I introduced her to the beef tallow and she, she said like, it, she could literally feel her body absorbing it in comparison yeah. to the sheer butter, which is also a natural, completely natural product. But again, the fact that it also comes from a mammal, the tallow is just, it makes sense. It totally makes sense. Yeah. No, 100%. Um, look, I think maybe the best thing would be like rubbing up against somebody who hasn't bathed for a few months. <laughs> <laughs> the purest form of, uh, of sebum um on the market but uh failing that um <laughs> i think this is uh, probably the best way to get yeah. back on yeah and, and that's the cleanest um e i know exactly. some people talk about uh, uh, lard using lard pork lard but obviously that would offend certain people um, yeah and certain cultures and religions and um yeah i mean and lamb as well i think the problem with lamb is that it's also a bit smellier 
So um, I worked very hard at, you know, we render our own tallow. There are a lot of companies that uh, use tallow in uh, industry or in sometimes it's used in confectionery, actually, a little less nowadays. Sadly, they've changed it to palm oil um, in most of our foods. But in the olden days, well, not that long ago, 20 years ago, um, if you bought an Oreo cookie uh, in the US, you would see that the filling, the, the creamy center, um, was beef fat. Really? Yeah, I remember laughing about that when I was living in the States uh, with friends. We'd look at the yeah the ingredients on, on, on Oreo cookies. Um, the, the creamy filling was, was tallow, tallow-based, uh, with obviously a lot of sugar um, and some whitening agent. So sadly, they've replaced all that with palm oil, um, which has its own, you know, terrible impact on the environment. Exactly, exactly. I know McDonald's originally used to fry their chip in tallow as in tallow chips sure. in tallow as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And the Christmas puddings were always, and I think today, if you eat a traditional Christmas pudding, they call for suet. That's the yes, kidney fat. You know. Which yeah. Is yeah. Oh my gosh. And yeah, I think another reason that I absolutely love this product is that, I mean, tallow is so sustainable and so environmentally friendly just in regards to nose to tail and just the impact of, you know, cows regenerating the land. 100%. That's really exciting. And that's one of the, the, the I mean, this thing is just such a blessing in so many ways. Um, so we are using a byproduct of the, the beef industry. As I say, it's the suet, the, the kidney fat, it's the hard fat. Um, you don't really, it's not the, the body fat that, of the cow, so it's not something that people are normally eating. Um, and a lot of it gets binned or uh, sold in pet food or, I mean, they still sometimes use it in, in uh, a Druvorce uh, sausage. If you get one of those cheap Druvorce sausages and you feel that kind of pasty feeling on the on the palate of your tongue, that's the suet. Um, but generally, it gets binned. There's so much of it it's, uh, it's, uh, that they can't really use it all. Um, so we're taking a byproduct of the meat industry, which is a beautiful thing. And then we, we get that, obviously, fresh, frozen, and we render that ourselves. And then what's incredible about that is about 20% of that byproduct of the, of the suet, you, 80% drains off, which is we filter that then um, for our use, um, and then the 20% that's left behind is this connective tissue of protein, basically, a minced mm. meat, um, which we then, we now, I mean, you can eat it. It's delicious. Uh, it's so know. delicious. I love eating suet. Yeah. <laughs> so you, we've now feeding people uh, Gogo's Kitchen, uh, Gogo in Guguletu. She's got a feeding scheme going there. And uh, twice a month, she swings by and loads up a couple hundred kilos of um, this minced meat, which is going out to feed hungry people uh, I mean to me it's just like sometimes you can pinch yourself you think like what the heck yeah on here yeah and it's just so nutrient dense and bioavailable it's you're yeah, doing well, yeah the quality of this meat I mean it's you know it's going to the top restaurants uh, the the particular green fields is going to the top restaurants around the country so it's really high quality as you say free-range grass-fed yeah uh, healthy healthy all those healthy fats in there yeah one hundred percent. Oh, it is. It's an absolute blessing in disguise for the body, the environment, just the whole world for sure. Yeah. So it's hard to get that information across because you know people talk about the environmental impact of uh, cows um, farming cattle, and of course, if you factory farming, there is a huge impact. Um, in any monoculture, there's a huge impact, and especially mm. if cows are eating soya 
diets or corn diets, mealy diets, um, but when it's eating uh, grass, when it's um, trampling its dung back into the, the ecosystem, into the soil, you're actually sequestering uh, CO2, you're actually pulling, it's actually a carbon neutral, it's actually a carbon negative. Uh, it goes from, obviously, if it was a factory farm, you're producing a lot of carbon um, and methane, but if you're actually doing it the right way, it's actually carbon negative. It actually pulls the carbon out of the environment, or out of the atmosphere and into the soil. So, yeah, it's, it's a lot of education that we have to get across to people, which is difficult at times, especially when you don't have a huge um, marketing team or um, big funding behind you. You know, we've, we've, the L and I have self-funded this project uh, from the beginning. And uh, it's just the two of us, you know, it's been, I mean, we've got a couple of people helping out now. It's becoming a family, but uh, it's been a long, uh, long road when you're single-handedly doing it. Yeah, from the grassroots level. I, yeah. I've i had um, Farmer Angus on the podcast before. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was, he's also doing amazing work in the regenerative agriculture space. Um, yeah. Very grateful for the work that he's doing too. And yeah, it's, it's. It's a big shame without getting too philosophical or possibly controversial. I think there's there is a need for a massive paradigm shift in the world. Mm. Um, yeah, I think. Yeah, without getting too controversial, I yeah, big food, big farmer is where I'm going to <laughs> to yeah. leave it. But yeah, yeah, I think just more impetus for us spreading the word and just educating and you know doing the best that we can. Yeah, I mean, what's amazing is now that, I mean, the science is actually coming to the surface, which is yeah. Because right. um, before we were sounding, as you say, a little bit kooky at times. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I mean, just this last month when we got our dermatological studies in and uh, the dermatologist approval um, has been a huge, and it's not like I'm pro-medicine that I felt like I needed it because we had all the anecdotal evidence. Yeah. But it really has a, it's a real, uh, like, boost to know that you've got that science for sure. Uh, and it's, you know, you don't pay for that. It was actually a government funding. Um, so it wasn't like there was any interest uh, in terms of giving us positive results. It was complete um, independent study. Uh, Amazing. Yeah. And uh, and they were, I mean, yeah, they were off the charts in terms of the anti-inflammatory properties. Uh, it's not a, it's not even moderate. It's a high active. And in fact, when the first uh, professor came back to us, he said, you're showing a higher active anti-inflammatory than than the number of products that are on the market in pharmacies calling themselves anti-inflammatory. Um, so it's, yeah, and then anti, um, and another one, anti-taranaceae activity, which I didn't even know what that meant, anti-taranaceae assay, um, which is actually the rising of the melanin into a weakened area of the skin or the surface of the skin. So when you have a hyperpigmentation, dark rings or, or pigmentation on the skin, what's happening is your pigment is, is kind of the body is protecting that area. So it's a weakened area the body protects and it sends pigment up to help protect that area. So the, the, uh, the product actually has its own natural anti-taranaceae activity, it actually slows down or blocks the rising of the melanin into those areas. Um, so actually, when the results came in that said skin lightening, I'm like, okay, what? I don't want that word. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> um, and we said, you know, we're promoting any skin lightening, but uh, just in the fact that it's, you know, it's doing that naturally by yeah. itself. 
it's unbelievable it is unbelievable it's it's yeah, yeah it's unbelievable and i think also just i think many people just can't carry on anymore i think people are just getting sicker and sicker and you know more medication after more medication is not necessarily helping so i think there will be and there has to be a move towards i'm just going to call it back to ancestral wisdom i mean yeah you know we, some people can say that for example the ketogenic diet is a new diet but it's actually what we evolved yeah. on as a human species there's nothing new about it it's like we're kind of just needing to go back to nature essentially without sounding as woo-woo as possible but no, yeah yeah, I mean, it's been such a learning for me. I mean, a condition, a topical steroid withdrawal syndrome. I mean, I, I'd never known, I didn't even know what that, that meant or existed. Um, but we have so many customers now um, who have weaned themselves off the steroids, people with eczemas and psoriasis that have been on steroids their entire lives. And when you come off, your body goes into this kind of toxic shock. Yeah. Uh, trying to rebalance itself. Um, and the inflammation is horrific. Uh, it's just really horrible what they go through. So we've been getting a number of customers now coming in with this topical steroid withdrawal. And uh, every month they come back. It's, it seems to be helping. Uh, I, you know, and I don't like to say we're curing. We're not curing any exercise. It's just, it's just supporting that inflammation. Exactly. Yeah, you're putting the body in an environment conducive for it to do its own thing and heal. Yeah, exactly. Oh, no, it's amazing. So in the last, you know, little bit, I would love for you to, if you want to go through some of your products, all the different products yeah. you have, anything in the pipeline for you, and also maybe elaborate on a little bit more on, you know, specific people that this these products would be good for, and maybe if there are any contraindications. Um, gosh, you know, I, I, you know, we did this thing, uh, it's a marketing tool, and um it's difficult we, we've you know we our, our company name zero bs um and it came about with sitting with a, a marketing top marketing a friend of, of the ales actually um frank who's out of the um out of the holland and he was saying to me uh so what is like the main thing that you're trying to get across with your product um and i said well that we just no there's no bullshit we know bullshit mm. that's that's brilliant that's it but he never thought we'd use it as a name. <laughs> zero bullshit. But the point is, it's, it's it's like the company ethos, and it's not an easy road to travel, actually. No. But, um, when you're saying that, and you're actually building a company and a brand, you are really uh, hamstrung into being honest and open and transparent, like the whole way through. Um, and it sounds really nice uh, um, and idealistic in a way, but uh, we really try hard to to live by that uh, ethos. Um, so, I mean, as I mentioned, I mean, just in terms of, I didn't think I said that, but, you know, the, the ingredients in all of our products are edible. So there's nothing in the product range that you cannot eat. Obviously not the soap, and unless you're swearing and you can wash your mouth off. <laughs> um, I wouldn't eat the soap. Um, and so, you know, it's just keeping it that clean and simple. Um, and so developing a range of products. And again, it also came organically. Um, one thing I haven't spoken about is the essential oil profile. And again, I had absolutely no training uh, in essential oils. Um, and uh, initially, I was really just thinking of it as a uh, as a balance to make it, the product smell nice. Um, not that tallow is stinky. It actually isn't. It's got a lovely kind of buttery vanilla smell to it if it's done right, if it's rendered properly. Um, but I'll, so initially, it was just 
going with my gut on what fragrances I thought, essential oils I thought would work. And unbelievably, it's it, it kind of the nose and my gut led the way. Um, and since I've done, obviously, now a deeper dive into it, um, the essential oils that we use are um, unbelievable because our, we've shown, in, even in this last set of studies, that some of the higher concentrations of central, essential oil, I mean, I keep it down to a really bare minimum in the face butter, for example, it's 0.5%. Um, but as I increase my essential oils for, say, the healing balm or the lip balm, say the lip balm's got a 4% of essential oil, the, the allergen uh, in the product has actually gone down and the anti-inflammatory has gone up, um, which is quite amazing to me. Wow, um, that, that is that interesting. These essential oils that are, 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 not, are not just there to cover up any smells, but are actually there to support the product um, and increase its um, therapeutic um, aspect to it. So, yeah, we've developed a range of products. Um, basically, my daughter was leading the way initially for her body, obviously, and her skin um, and her hair. And uh, as a single dad, I needed to learn how to manage her hair. Um, and dreadlocks was definitely the way to go for us. Um, and uh, so we developed a hair food, which um, is just brilliant as a, a leave-in conditioner. I use it to kind of as a mold for myself as just to keep whatever hair I have left uh, in place. But <laughs> it's a beautiful um, scalp. Um, it's just a really nice, uh, when you want to feed that scalp, like just get it like really, uh, I've forgotten the term. But once a month we do a deep uh, oil treatment essentially. So you can use it like that, especially for Hannah's hair. Um, but um, for any kind of hair, you know, if you've got frizzy hair, you just you put it in the tips of your fingers and use it to kind of weigh the frizz out. Um, or then I just use it because, again, you're washing your hair with uh, soap, you're stripping it of all that natural oil that's coming off the scalp, and you want to replace that natural oil. So you put a little bit on those fingers and get that in and leave that as a leave-in conditioner. So that was the, the second product we came up with after the body. Um, and then, as I mentioned, the baby bum became a healing balm. Um, it's, uh, the baby bum is slightly less of the essential oils, but the healing balm, um, as I said, is a barrier cream that's helping so many people. Anytime there's a wound or a burn or a cut um, or a breakout with psoriasis or unbelievably with eczema, uh, sorry, with acne, we've had such amazing results. Um, you just have a pimple. If you rub it into a pimple, um, that healing balm, it's an overnight thing. It really brings that inflammation down overnight killing off the bacteria that's in there again the body recognizing the mammal fat pulls it into the, the skin taking those essential oils with it um and then uh, neutralizing or killing off any bad bacteria that's that's caught up in the skin um a lip balm i love um and i never, i wasn't a very big lip balm person but i do love this one and uh amazingly as well with um cold sores fever blisters it's just the moment you feel that tingle, I've got people who suffer badly from that. And they just say they get that lip balm on there. And it normally takes like two weeks to cure. It's literally three, four days you can get rid of a cold sore or inflammation on, this, on the lips. Um, what else? We've got the soap, which is also, I mean, really out of left field. I don't know even what's inspired me, but I guess the, the tallow uh, inspired me. But we make a beautiful tallow soap which is both a shampoo and a shaving foam and a, a normal soap. And um, yeah, it was a, quite a big surprise because that's a huge seller. People love our soap. And again, basic five ingredients. One of them is water. So if you take a look at a, I mean, I can mention company name Dove, for example, which is a, 
uh, hyperallergenic soap. If you look at those ingredients behind um, the back label, you'll see 16, on the hyperallergenic, you'll see about 16 ingredients. You won't be able to pronounce any of them. Mm. Um, and well, I couldn't, but uh, you know, ours has got five ingredients in our soap bar. It's basically tallow, olive oil, lye. It is a caustic lye um, solution that helps with the suffocation. Um, and a few essential oils, and then water, which evaporates out. Um, so I love the soap. It's been a great journey uh, because it's quite a process, and it's yeah, it's probably the hardest product to make. It's um, yeah, difficult one. It's a dirty business soap. And then um, what else have we got? So excitingly now, uh, we've just got our results in from our SPF factor. Uh, so we're doing a skin um, sun uh, screen um, with an SPF of 40 plus, And we've got a, an amazing five-star boot rating. And that uh, five-star rating is um, about the the how much the UVA and UVB protection you're getting. So often in a lot of the chemical products, you'll get like a higher UVA, uh, less UVB protection. So with a five-star rating, we're actually getting an equal amount of UVA and UVB. Amazing. What are you using for the SPF factor? So that's the zinc, the zinc, uh, zinc oxide. Zinc. French, French process, so it's non-nanoparticle uh, zinc oxide. So yeah, you've got to kind of rub it in a bit. And obviously you have to apply it um, more often than a chemical. Um, and I think that's also part of the the work is that people have to do a little bit more work. I think we've become so lazy. Mm. Uh, you know, we just want to make it easy. I mean, people say to me, why can't I make a pump uh, lotion where you can just pump out uh, the tallow? Um, and then I'll say, yeah, I can make a pump lotion. Um, I can put in extra esters or I can emulsify with water. There's a lot of things you can do, but every time you do that, every time you're adding it, um, something else, you're bastardizing the, yeah. of the tallow. So, yeah, we, you have to kind of, in winter it gets hard and you've got to kind of get your thumb in there and work it a little bit. But, I mean, really, uh, in the greater scheme of things, if you're looking after your health, um, you know, you, to put it on your thumb and then rub it into your hand and then onto your face, it's not the hugest thing in the world, mm. caring about your body. Um, yeah. The ease of a pump or, um, you know, uh, or it's tube or something like that. We've tried yeah. very hard uh, with the, the company name, as I said, the Zero BS. We've tried to keep plastic as far away from our, our supply chain and our products. We, we produce it in a tin. Um, and uh, even when we're packing from our own um, website, we you know, stay away from We use cellophane that's a, a biodegradable um, cellophane. Stay away from bubble wrap. We're just trying, you know, just doing our little bit to try and keep things clean as possible and impact yep. as little as possible. Amazing, I think. We're also doing a sorry, nipple balm. That's what I'm really excited about. Awesome. For babies who are, um, well, moms struggling with breastfeeding and the pain that they go through. And again, it's just that inflammation. Uh, of course, it's, a, it's an edible product, so there's no problem of baby um, latching onto it or getting into its mouth. It's, you know, it's a pure edible, um, healthy product that brings down inflammation and pain. Uh, from moms who are struggling with breastfeeding. Yeah, it'll probably, um, probably yeah. be very good for the baby. Yeah, just exactly. because the brain is mostly fat. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Oh my gosh, I'm very excited for the sunscreen because, oof, the the traditional sunscreens that you get at the store are <laughs> not good news. Terrible. Uh, 
terrible yeah. products. I mean, you want to. I mean, listen. The best, uh, the best protection from sun is shade. Mm. Um, we've actually called the product shade. That's our range. Um, but failing that, you do. Yeah. I mean, because I mean, you do need that vitamin D as well. So it's, exactly. You know, and um, that was part of the process of coming up with a forty as opposed to a fifty SPF. Is that uh, you don't want to be completely void of um, of sun. Yeah. But again, because it's natural, you have to reapply it uh, probably more, much more often than a chemical base that you can put on once a day. You need to apply it a couple of times a day. Um, we wouldn't recommend you going onto the beach and, you know, swimming without reapplying. Um, but as I say, yeah, SPF 40 plus and, uh, and an equal UVA, UVB protection. Yeah, it's very exciting. So exciting. Oh, my gosh. I, yeah, love, 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 love your just everything about your products and before I ask you your last question um, please can you share with us where people can find you and your products all the things yeah um, so yeah about two years ago now we got into wellness warehouse which was a big game changer for us and so we are pretty much nationwide at most wellness warehouse stores the bigger ones anyway um, where else? We're on Take A Lot. We're on Faithful to Nature. That's been a new introduction, which has been great. Um, and of course, on our own online platform, there are a, little, a few extras that we give away there uh, at zerobs.coza. www.zerobs.coza. Um, where else? We're in a number of pharmacies around town, a number of health shops around the country, and pharmacies around the country. And oh, excitedly now, for the last uh, four months, or, yeah, four or five months, we've been exporting to the UK. Which wow. Is, yeah, we're really excited about that. Um, and every month they keep putting in another order every time I'm waiting for them to stop ordering. I don't know why. But um, <laughs> every month they put in another nice, really nice, decent size order. It goes into a catalogue uh, in the UK. Um, so that's really exciting, yeah. Very, very exciting. Thank you. And on social media? Uh, yeah, we've got our Instagram. Oh, my gosh. You know, you're doing it all yourself. So I can't say it's uh, easy, that part. I struggle with it. I struggle being in front of the camera. and uh, But it's something I'm pushing myself and pushing myself to do. Um, what is our social handle? Um, I think it's, again, zero underscore BS. Tallow Skin Food. Gosh, I'll, let me quickly see if I can find it. Sorry, zero underscore BS underscore tallow underscore skin food. Yeah on uh, Instagram. That's oh, that's where I focus mostly. We have got a, a TikTok, um, which Ail's daughter, Mila, uh, handles. Um, and then you know, we'll be working on our YouTube and everything. It's just so much to do. So much. I know. I know. I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and for your last question, if you, what would you write on a billboard for the whole world to see? Oh, wow. Uh, around our product, I guess you'd say. <laughs> I should keep it uh, narrow. Um, a billboard. Uh, God, I could be lazy and just say, feed your skin to optimum health. Um, no, what would I say? Uh, that would take a bit of thought. It's like, I think um, that nature is the, um, and I'll have to craft it a little bit and but I think it's something around the fact that there is an abundance in nature. Um, and uh, if you think about your own personal life, how 
the universe, if you want to call it that, or, or God, or whatever you want to verbalize that, has supported you to get you where you are and where our species has come from and where we are right now, is that it's all there for us. Um, that one does not need to reinvent it. Um, I think just try and find it in its purest form. Uh, I try myself um, once a week to get out to a little sacred spot that I found in the forest in Newlands. And I drink from the the water over there. And every time I sip that water from the spring, it just reminds me of the abundance of nature, that this is a free, healthy offering that the universe is constantly. You know, the thing about Table Mountain is no matter if it's the middle of summer um, and there's no rain for months um, in the middle of February, there's still a water that's running down from the condensation of Table Mountain. Um, so the universe is offering this unbelievable abundance if you just you know, reach down and, and you can drink from it. Um, and I think that, uh, yeah, if I could kind of put that into a billboard size uh, statement, I would just to let people know that uh, it's all there for us if we um, are open to tapping in. 100%. That is so beautiful. There is definitely abundance in nature. Warren, thank you so much for coming on the show and thank you for your time and for all your pearls of wisdom and just the very important work that you are contributing into society. Thank you. Thanks, Kelsey. I appreciate that. Thanks for having me on. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did recording it. If you think of anyone who would benefit from hearing this, please share, share, share. Sharing, liking, subscribing, and giving up to a five-star rating and review are free and effective ways to help support the show and make it more accessible to more people. Don't forget about your special 10% discount on any Oxford Healthspan product when you enter Kelsey, K-E-L-S-E-Y, all in capitals as the discount code at checkout. A link will be in the show notes. Also, don't forget about your special affiliate link if you are interested in enrolling for a Nutrition Network course. And also be sure to stay tuned for a special discount code on Zero BS products soon to come. And until next time... Stay safe, stay real. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Human Theatre. I hope you learned something new. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, and give a rating or a review on whatever app you are listening to this podcast on. I would love to hear your feedback, so please don't hesitate to reach out on Instagram or via email. All the links are in the show notes. Remember, you are your most important person in this world. Keep shining your unique light. Until next time.